Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Caring for our communities. Out of the gym and off the park working just as hard paying it forward to our next generation. This is More Than an Athlete with Izzy and Kempe. Brought to you by Tremaine Real Estate, bringing people and property together in our communities. Just jumped the gun a little bit there on you there, Louie, but that's right, the absolute staple of New Zealand sporty colour. Fight for Life is on tonight at Event Finder Stadium. Today, we're catching up with rugby league great Sione Fomwena as he takes on DJ Forbes Ooh, in a rugby union versus rugby league scrap for the ages. It's going to be a great night. Of course, Fight for Life means so much more than our greatest athletes battering it out uh, together. They also look to raise money and gain awareness for I Am Hope and our Tomoriki dealing with mental health issues in Aotearoa. He's on the line with us now, Sione. He must be nervous. How are you feeling, brother? Hey, morning, Kimpy. Uh, yep, definitely nervous. Uh, but I thought, you know what? Uh, I'll probably do an interview in the morning and help calm the nerves a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks a lot for joining us this morning. Look, mate, just tell us how this came about, and um, you know, how's the training been going uh, ever since you made your mind up that, yep, I'm going to actually jump back in that ring. Yeah, well, it actually came about um, through Monty. So Monty reached out and said if I was interested, but uh, if we sort of go back to 2019, um, I moved back from Brisbane, and uh, and I remember as soon as I moved back, I started dropping the hints to Monty back then. Uh, I said, bro, I'm, I'm keen, man. I'm keen to do Fight for Life if you have a spot. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, as soon as um, he messaged me oh, about, Oh, a couple of months ago, he knew I was going to say yes because I, I'd sort of been probing it for the last couple of years. Hey, Sione, Louis here, man. Thank you so much for taking a call, and I, I totally agree. If you talk about something enough, you can kind of settle those nerves about it. So uh, hopefully we'll, yeah. we'll try and leave you in good stead this morning. I'm just doing some reading about kind of your motivation, and oh, you've had an incredible journey, but your motivation to get here as well. So going back to 2019, where were you with your health journey and your your weight? Because I know that's been something that you've been quite open about. Yeah, so I moved back in at the end of 2019 and I was probably weighing in at around about 124, 25 kilos, uh, which is the heaviest I'd ever been until we went into those two lockdowns and then um, I ballooned out to 133, 134 kilos um, after the year, after the uh, the lockdown. So uh, I think for me, it started to 
sort of hit home. I had just turned 40 and I was like, man, I'm getting on. This is when I think a lot of middle-aged men really need to start looking after their health and, and well-being. So, um, yeah, I reached out to my brother, and um, who's an elite crossfitter and a PT, and I told him, I said, mate, I need to get back into shape. Uh, can you help us out? And then, yeah, I started the journey alongside my wife. Um, yeah, um, and sort of where I am right now. And it's been an awesome journey, um, Sione, just getting back down. I think what you, you said you're around 107 kilos at the moment. Is that right? Yeah, yep. I'm around about 107, 108 kilos. Uh, and, you know, I'm not so, I'm not far off my playing weight. I don't think I'll ever be at my playing weight. Kimby, you know, as, as you know, back then, that, that was our job, right? We trained two, mm. three times a day. So trying to get back to playing weight is probably not sustainable. So for me, I'm happy to, to be around uh, 110 kilos for my, for my uh, age and height. So um, just fortunate that I've been able to incorporate it as a lifestyle as opposed to, um, you know, just a, a 12-week challenge. Yeah, well done, mate. Hey, I want to I want to touch on um, just your journey a little bit here. We're going to go back a little bit. Just take us mm. through, you know, like as a player, as a twenty one year old. I was telling the boys when me, you, and Mutu and Daniel were sitting in the the foyer down in the Canberra Hotel when we signed you that year. Mm. But just the support, you know, when you when you go from being a a young athlete through to reaching the the dizzy heights that you did and the, the support mm. that you didn't have back then and why it's so important? Oh, yeah, that's that's a good question, Kempi. And, you know, I, I still remember that meeting that we had back at the uh, hotel in Canberra. And, um, you know, it's for me, it was really tough um, just not having that support because when you're young um, and you're in a team that's doing well, Everyone loves you when you're, you know, you're on top. And um, I didn't know how to deal with it. I guess looking back, uh, a lot of it did go to my head. You know, I was walking around like, oh, you know, I'm the man. Here I am. I'm 20, 21, 22 years of age, already own a house and looking to buy a second one. Like all these things that come with it, right? And I was just, it was all new to me. Um, And so one of the hardest things for me was when everything was going right, and everything was going well, I was fine. But as soon as it wasn't, oh, that's when I was like, oh, now what? <laughs> Sucks. You know, the team's not going well. We're getting hammered in the media. I'm getting hammered in the media. Far. Like, what do I do? So that, that at that time, was really hard for me because I, I honestly had no idea what to do. And, and take us through that journey, mate. Like, so you go through... That journey, like we're talking 2004, 2005, things get, mm. you know, really bad. You decide to move over to Australia and, like, you meet your wife and and you get married, you know, you get married at the time and then that, that uh, opportunity to come home, but you're still feeling a little bit of, a little bit anxious about it. How'd you deal with that? <laughs> yeah, when I'm, so I met my wife in Brisbane and um, we were dating and then obviously you know, we got together, got married, and she's a Kiwi. Um, and one of the things I kept telling her throughout our relationship was, I'm never moving back. I'm never moving back to that place. Um, you know, I'm done with New Zealand. I'm happy where I am. I, I just don't want to go back. And then never say never, three three children later, um, and we moved back. And it was great, Tempe. To be honest, I was happy. You know, we caught up. I saw you when I came up to Auckland that time, and... You know, I was happy just sort of 
keeping a low profile, living in Otorua, um, and yeah, not not really getting recognised and just you know it was it was really good. Then the opportunity came to be on Matchfit, the TV show, and uh, I really had to have a chat with my wife because she knows how much um, you know it affected me being in the uh, in a negative light here in New Zealand during those those years, um, and then. I had to tell her, I said, babe, I don't know if I really want to do this show. I don't know if I'm ready to be back in the public eye because I still have this anxiety around, you know, people still have this perception of me from who I was before. So, um, but one of the things she did say was, babe, that's not you anymore. This is a way to sort of get back out there and show them that you're a father, you're a husband, you're, you know, you're, this is what you're doing now. And, you know, you're 41, not 21. And, and when she put it like that, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, nah, that, that's right. And then the second option was to reconnect with the boys because, as you know, Kempi, once you're retired from footy, you're, you know, it's, it's a long time retired. So, and you can go years without catching up with the boys. So that was another sort of real um, positive for me to do the show was to reconnect back with the, with the guys. And so far, it's just been nothing but positive um, feedback from the media and also the public um, with MatchFit, and then now, obviously doing Fight for Life. So, you know, my mate was teasing me. He was going, "Man, you're all over the place. I see you on the news and the papers, magazines." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh yeah," but this time it's all for for a good good cause and for for a good show. So, <laughs> uh, that's that must just be so rewarding already. And you haven't even got to tonight, uh, Sione. And actually, look, Ali said the same thing when we spoke to him a couple of weeks ago. He said. Um, Catching up with the old boys was was such a, a nice experience. What are some of those tools that you picked up throughout the years to be able to deal with it better this time being back in the limelight? Like, what are some things you learned about yourself and you can pass on? Yeah, uh, the biggest thing I, I've learned over the years was ownership. Um, being able to take ownership uh, for what's going good and for what's not going good. Um, once I started to have that sort of mindset, uh, it sort of changed my whole perspective on things. And then secondly, um, being a leader. So for me, I'm a father and a husband. And, you know, I I know now that, you know, I have a, you know, I'm a role model to my children. So <laughs> although, I'm, I, you know, I, back in when I was playing, I, I didn't really see myself as a role model. Um, now I, I am. And so I'm always wary with, you know, uh, how I act, who I'm, who I'm being, especially in the public, because you know I've got my children looking up to me, and I want them to to, to see how how daddy acts and 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 um, you know and and everything is that I do is it is for them. So those are the two biggest biggest differences. And I was actually just talking to one of the other boys um, last week around, you know, I, I don't think. You know, I don't think I was ready to be a father, married and settled down during my 20s. Uh, I don't think I was mature enough. So, you know, now I'm 42, three children, another another baby on the way. Uh, it's taken a while, but, um, but yeah, I'm really happy where I'm, where I'm at right now in my life. Hey, Sione, you've got, um, you know, the, the match fit stuff going on as well. And, and the cool thing about it, which a lot of people wouldn't realise, is that you've got Ali Lautiti, Juri Susu, yourself, um, and we can even, uh, I, I don't know whether they phoned Paulie Fatiura because he's fit, he's fit as anything, he doesn't need to be on it, but all working in that, that space of um, yeah. mental health and, and helping our rangatahi out. Like, 
how important do you think it is for ex-athletes that have been through those tough journeys like you went through, um, like we've all been through, that that actually yeah. go back and tell their stories, especially to the kids these days and how, um, and how they're dealing with it um, day to day, especially the way that social media is? Oh, Kimpy, it, it's so important. Uh, you know, I believe I believe it's so important for a lot of ex-athletes in any uh, in any discipline um, to just share their story because there's no um, how-to book, right, written for professional athletes. Hey, here you go. Here's what to expect. Blah blah blah. So, for us as former professional athletes, I think we have a, a duty to to share what what we went through um, with the next generation. So then. They can pick up. Okay, well, this is what um, you know. Shona went through. This is how he dealt with it. But this is how he would deal with it now if he was in the same position. And it's those sorts of things that I think are really valuable. Um, you know, on social media, there's a lot of current professional athletes that follow me, and so I'm always mindful of just trying to share little little nuggets um, mm. so that they can pick it up, right? Um, because with the money that's on offer now, especially in the NRL and rugby. Uh, man, there's there's a really really good opportunity for them to set themselves up. Um, it may not be set themselves up to retire, you know, for life after footy, but definitely set themselves up to have a really good springboard for the rest of their life. So, um, and that's something that you know I wish I I had done. Um, but but as you know, Kimpy, there was no one out there that was really trying to teach us how to do a lot of that stuff. So. Um, yeah, so to answer your question, it's 100% important, I believe, for former athletes to, to share their journey and story. Yeah, well done, well done, mate, and well said. And of course, you know, talking about your journey, you've decided to jump in the ring tonight against DJ Forbes. Like, how's the training gone? And uh, just take us, can you give us a map of the fight? Like, what are you, what are you expecting? Uh, are you expecting, a, like, a knockout in the first round, or are you going to take it the distance? <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, training training has been tough. Um, it is it's been really hard, um, but I've enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, and I take my hat off to anyone that jumps in the ring. I take my hat off to anyone that is a boxer. Like, geez, they are built different. Those <laughs> those lads and, 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 and girls that box, man. Honestly, I'm like far out. You guys are awesome. Um, and then, yeah, going up against DJ, obviously I'm giving away, you know, I've got the reach, I've got the height, I've got the, you know, uh, all those stats are in my favor, but that, that means nothing when you're going up against someone like DJ, the caliber or, you know, of DJ Forbes, who's, everyone knows he's super fit. Um, you don't play sevens under Gordon Titchens and not be resilient and mentally tough. So, you know, I expect DJ to keep coming forward and keep coming forward all night. Um, and so for me, I'm, you know what, Kempi, you know, you've seen all the other previous fight for life. So, you know, they've been big slugfest, haymakers and that. Bro, I didn't spend eight weeks to jump in the <laughs> ring to jump in the throw haymakers. Man. Like, I could have just not trained and taken a couple of shots of tequila and jumped in, right? Like, I trained eight weeks, hard eight weeks. And learn combos, learn how to how to defend, and that's what I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to showcase the skills that my trainer has taught me, and I'm going to box, um, and uh, and yeah, and and go for the win. 
<laughs> Let's go. And, and that's why you could trans you could transfer from the thirteen jersey to six, mate, because you were a smart man. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, jab and move tonight. We'll be watching. Uh, thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedule this morning, mate. Just. Breathe, brother. Breathe and get in that ring and get yeah. that get that number for us. You know what that number is? Another one for Rugby League. Love you, brother. You take care. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Kippy. Thanks, Louis. There you oh. go, Louis. It's honestly, honest as what honest a as a day, day old here with the way that he's approaching this fight. I've never heard anyone say that yet. Like I've trained for eight weeks. I'm not walking in there, which is what it normally is, isn't it? The 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 fight for life is they just get in there and they just start throwing them. He's like, not a chance, mate. I'm I'm moving. I'm getting around that ring. And it, do you know what? I believe him. Like, I don't think when the lights come on, he's going to fall back into that trap. He just sounded so sincere about it. Um, brought to you by Tremaine Real Estate, more than an athlete, bringing people, property together in our communities. And down in Rotorua there, Sione Farmawina has turned his life around and he's building a new one. Well, he's built a new one for himself. That's just so inspirational to hear guys talk with so much clarity about um, who they were and, and you know there's no shame in becoming somebody slightly different or another version of yourself Kempi especially if it's for the better like that and hearing him talk about that tool of ownership good and bad and I just it's just so inspirational for a younger person like myself to hear that you know you just don't stop evolving and even if it, it doesn't go great all the time there's a, there's a chance that you can get back on the horse and, and evolve as a human being I, I just loved it I thought that was really really inspirational to be honest yeah no he's um He's got one hell of a story, Louis. You know, and I guess the you know if you put yourself in his shoes, he's sitting in Australia, and and this is the problem with mental health. You know what I mean? Like the 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 dog, the black dog, it gets on top of you, and it's sitting there and it's talking to you all the time about things that you've done in your past or challenges that you can't face, and it just grows. and And that's what he's basically saying. The moment in time was he was living in two thousand and four, and it was two thousand and eighteen. Um, and people had moved on, and and like I take my hat off to the, to to Sione. I was with him when he went through a lot of that through his rugby league career. I was speaking to him, you know, he was in a pretty pretty bad space at the time. But to see him now, you know, and I sent him a message yesterday, and you know, straight away, yep, I come on and talk. You know, he's been really open about it. So um, they're doing great work. And the point being, Louis, like the older boys that have been through it, there's none better to talk to the younger guys that are headed towards it. Couldn't agree more. Awesome. Really, really, really proud of um, uh, what he's been able to do there and, and stoked to be able to chat to him. Fight for life tonight. Build, build people. New Zealand's top talent recruiter. They're heavily involved with Dean and I Am Hope and the whole organisation, Fight for Life. 3-0, City leads Arsenal. We might look at some of these Fight for Life odds with Paulie Mwadi up after this. Here with Chemist Warehouse, Real House of Fragrance.